Wednesday, January 30th edition of Between the Horns, a special Wednesday edition of the podcast where we're going to take you through the week as the Rams start to get ready to take on the New England Patriots for Super Bowl 53. And really right now, the Rams so far have been going through media and they've got their walkthrough on Wednesday. And so they're trying to create this sense of normalcy. And so Sean McVay, head coach, talked about that on Tuesday, how the Rams are really going to start getting going and what they need to do in order to be best prepared to peak on Sunday. Getting up this morning, really kind of, we're trying to put the final touches on our game plan and, um, you know, the players will really have the day off with the exception of the guys that you're getting ready to talk to here in a little bit. And then, uh, and then we'll really get into our normal rhythm on a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday week of preparation. So feeling good where we're at. Uh, very appreciative to be here. And, and we know we got a couple more days to, to get ourselves ready to peak at the right time. Quarterback Jared Goff also talked about how he's trying to keep that sense of normalcy despite the craziness of the Super Bowl week on Tuesday. Yeah, I think so. I think tomorrow we'll, we'll bring back some of that. But uh, today, outside of these 30 minutes, it's fairly normal. Uh, fairly normal Tuesday. We have our same schedule, and I'll try to keep my same routine. Now, in that Tuesday media session, a lot of the focus was on Jared Goff and how he handles pressure and how that plays into his personality. Sean McVay talked about it in the context of the way Jared Goff operated during that NFC title game where the Rams were down 13 to nothing, but Jared Goff remained steady and was able to make a lot of plays to get the Rams that victory. The biggest thing with him is, is I think last week is a great representation of the mental toughness that he has. Uh, that, that atmosphere was as loud uh, as I've ever been a part of I know it was for him and I thought the way that he handled it just staying even keeled not being phased uh, has has been exactly what we've kind of seen from him throughout in the two years that we've been together with him with our staff and that was one of the things that when you look at Jared's just career trajectory even going back to high school college and pro this is a guy that's been able to be unfazed by some of the adversities that he's faced uh, whether that be in a game or over the course of a season that's what you love that's what you want for your quarterback to demonstrate um, I think you do want to do a great job at as a coaching staff, finding a way to give him things that are, you know, what he's most comfortable with and what he feels good about. That's our job as coaches every week. But in terms of the magnitude of the game, you know, I don't really feel like I think, you know, you don't shy away from it, but I haven't really felt like any moment's too big for this guy. If you've heard much about Jared Goff throughout the course of this year, you've probably heard about his sense of California cool, that presence that he always seems to have, but he doesn't get too high, too low, always really even keel. And Robert Woods talked about this on Tuesday, how that really helped the Rams in that NFC title game. Yeah, he's, he's always chill. Uh, never never seen him break a sweat. But uh, that's what you want as your leader, as your quarterback. You want him to be calm, collected. You want him to be poised throughout the game, through ups and downs. And an example of that was, was New Orleans – of his personality was New Orleans games. You see, uh, we're trailing thirteen nothing. Uh, you don't see any expression from Jerry. You see the same, the same, same energy. Uh, able to bounce back and battle and, and find a way to the win. And after we win that kick, uh, win that game with the kick, still same emotion from Jerry. You know he's high, but uh, it, it's still still. I mean, we got the win, but it's, it's on to the next. We have to focus on the Super Bowl. I wonder what will happen, uh, you know, after this game and how he will respond. But. Uh, but up to this point, he's been poised and relaxed and uh, been our leader. So Jared Goff was actually asked if he feels like quarterbacks need to be fiery. And you could probably guess what his response was based on what his personality is. But I think it was also interesting just the way he addressed it. I, I don't think so. I think you, you you are who you are. I think there's plenty of different personalities around the league and at, at different positions. And I think... You know, for myself personally, I like to take a certain approach just the way I am. And I know for some guys, it's a different approach. And I think whatever works is uh, what you should do. 
Running back Todd Gurley is having a mini homecoming of sorts since he played just up the road in Athens at Georgia for his college ball, but he's not the only Georgia running back in this game. You're also going to have Sony Michelle on the other side of the field for the New England Patriots, who's been doing a really nice job as a first-round pick. So here's what Todd Gurley had to say about that matchup. Hopefully everything I taught him, he don't do it, So and he just played like he used to play before I taught him everything. Todd Gurley's performance against the Saints has been well-documented as not being one one of the best of his career and really when you look at it it's almost one of the worst of his career but he still has been very clear that he's very happy to be in the Super Bowl and Sean McVay has taken it a lot upon himself saying that he's got to do a better job of getting Todd Gurley more involved earlier in the game. How does Todd Gurley feel about it? Oh yeah man it's cool it's cool with me because um, you know at the end of the day it doesn't matter if I get 100 touches or 300 touches playoff playoff stats don't count at all all that matters is wins so you know we're just trying to stack these wins and all we need is three to, to, to get the ultimate goal. Now let's talk a bit about Aaron Donald, who actually has not had a sack yet in the postseason, but he is still definitely influencing and affecting the game, taking up all those extra blockers and really allowing guys like Ndamukong Sue and Dante Fowler the space to make the plays that those guys have made. But pressure in the interior, that is his specialty, and here's what he said about trying to get to Tom Brady from the inside. Well, that's what any quarterback, you're closer to the quarterback, so you got an opportunity to get to him closer, I mean a little faster, so um, you just got to do your job, you know. First thing we got to do, we got to stop the run. You know, they've been running the ball good, you know. First, that opportunity to rush the pass, so we got to, you know, stuff the run, and then, you know, when, when, when that, when that comes time to get after him, we'll get after him. Being that Donald is one of the highest-paid defensive players in the league, he was asked if there's maybe any extra pressure that he feels to get to the quarterback. I'm just going to do my job. You don't want to put too much on it. Just, you know, do what you've been doing. Um, play at a high level, fly around, and when them players present themselves, take advantage of it and, and make them big play so we can win this game. Now also Aaron Donald is the presumptive AP defensive player of the year that's going to be handed out this Saturday at NFL Honors. Now because Donald's playing in the Super Bowl he's not going to be there but he did say this about the possibility even if it is a strong likelihood of winning the award. Well anytime you accomplish something you're going to be happy you're going to be blessed so um, putting the body up putting the hard work in and putting the body working and seeing it all pay off you know um, this type of of stuff you dream about you know, but I'm, I'm just happy and blessed to be at the Super Bowl right now. So it's definitely, you know, a special year so far. Finally, let's get to some of the craziness that was NFL Super Bowl opening night. So this event basically has replaced NFL Media Day, which is where all of the different outlets and all of the different, you know, kind of late night shows, things like that. They used to be able to come in and they would just ask players all these random questions. Now, that is a ticketed event now. So fans really have the opportunity to sit in the stands and hear on little individualized headsets everything that's going on at different podiums. So this is one scene that I saw, and it was a Spanish-language reporter who came up to Michael Brockers and offered him some, let's call it, uh, interesting food options. I ain't eating that grud. I eat that cricket, though. It's spicy. everybody that's going to do it for this wednesday january 30th edition of between the horns miles simmons saying thanks so much for listening be sure to stay tuned to the rams.com and all the rams social channels for all the latest news and updates surrounding super bowl 53 have a great one everybody